0: Waka, waka, eh, eh. How's your World Cup going, Christian Volpato? Yeah, not good, is it? Not good, is it, mate? Unlucky, champ. Well, Australia are through to the 16. Where are you, champ? Nowhere. All right, let's do it. Episode 90 of the Night Shift Football Podcast. Tom's with me. Uh, I think we're just going to talk about the ruse, aren't we? I don't know. Have we you are. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: I haven't seen anything. It doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Nothing? Nothing not not in, anything? In anything
0: or just like in a football context?
1: No, all of it. My family... Uh, nice. My responsibilities, my yep. my job, no, fucking number
0: matters. Being an adult.
1: What is an adult right now when the World Cup is on? Who cares? And Australia's doing well. What?
0: It doesn't matter. We got up at one thirty in the morning. We watched Australia. Uh, I'd say get get pretty well battered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What
1: <laughs> What did we watch?
0: I don't know. It, um. Yeah. Where do you want to start with this game? Obviously, we're maybe. Through,
1: maybe just but, on that point, quick, like. Uh, that we'll get through all of the the fanfare and all of the, the great tweets and everything and everyone jumping on the bandwagon but is it wrong in this moment to sit here and be like oh, fuck the performance wasn't that good
0: uh it is wrong but we'll do it anyway <laughs> it is wrong isn't it yes uh we we got pretty well pretty well beaten in this game i'd say aside from the one stat that counts and um I don't know, we made the most of it. we 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 won the uh shots on target, I guess. But did we? Other, that's other than that. Yeah. That's we were...
1: impressive. Because coming into this game, um, we had attempted the fewer shots and landed the fewer shots on target in group D. Uh while the possession figure was the lowest in the group as well. So I mean, <laughs> for us to win the shots on target, that's bro that's great. Yeah, it's progress. Unreal.
0: Um uh, it's really the hard then. it's really hard to go through the game itself, because I just—it's all a big blur at that time of morning. I don't know when. I just feel like the last two weeks we've just been up really late and then up really early, but then <laughs> yeah. still trying to do our jobs and then trying Working to do this. Throughout. And then I don't know. This game this morning was just kind of going on by. The first half, I think you said to me before you were watching it at points with your with your eyes closed, just listening to the commentary. Like, oh my god, this is so dull. And it's seriously, it climaxed into delirium, I think, watching
1: this. Like I had like an out-of-body experience. I didn't feel like I was doing anything, but at the same time it was like the biggest moment in Australian football history for, you know, fifteen years at least.
0: Yeah. We'll start with the lineup. Are you surprised there were no changes?
1: Not at all. No. I think Not the, and and I'm glad because I think the consistency has been um, breeding results and you know, there's short turnarounds, of course, and the guys are going to get fatigued and jaded. And I think that's why you're seeing earlier subs like Goody coming off at halftime. But oh, was it halftime or a little bit after halftime? Yeah, halftime. He, yeah um Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised at all. I thought it worked.
0: Okay. I, I To be honest, I thought Riley would probably get dropped. Do you for think for what? Hrustich? but I guess... Yeah. I think Hrustich is... Um, Lack of minutes and his fitness is has been the concern there. Otherwise, I think he would have come in over Riley given the last two games. Uh, mm. But Riley holds no, his exactly. spot. And um, he actually played pretty well in this one, Riley.
1: Yeah, Riley's performed brilliantly, I think, throughout the three without being brilliant. Like he is in there making the second passes in, in build-up moves. And, I mean, he laid on the assist technically for Lecky in this. It was a great ball just to release <laughs> him into space, yeah. put it... Put it onto his preferred foot as well so we can take a nice first touch. He has that in his game. Um he's a different player to Horistic, and it's good I think we've actually got a little bit of creative depth between the two of them. And um was it Cooper or was it you that made the I thought it was a good point. You would much rather bring um Hristich off the bench and have Riley play sixty minutes or seventy minutes, because I think that the impact of yep. you know that selection is way better than the vice versa.
0: Yeah. And as the game went on, I thought like the subs, like having Kustic coming on for Leckie, I thought was better than... I think people wanted to see like Mabila or Kuo, but I just don't know if I'd be wanting them to come on 1-0 up, needing to needing hold Needing to defend. Yeah. No, definitely not. I mean, we've seen that at Adelaide United, like
1: I was bloody allergic to coming back past mm. the halfway line at times. And that's it's not a slight on his game or anything. We just need him in different circumstances. So if we're down by a goal against Argentina, and Leckie's tiring. Yeah, you bring Mabil on.
0: He also not weirdly... This, not in this. Mabil also weirdly looked, like, spent when he came on against Tunisia. It was odd, wasn't <laughs> like it? He like, he'd already run a marathon. On, yeah. <laughs> he already <laughs> played 90 somewhere. Maybe he was just out of Blue Nile, Sam, having a kick. <laughs> yeah, that was a great time, wasn't it? Before <laughs> amateur soccer. Uh, that Mabil lining up. Not sure he played under his normal name, but... Uh, no, no, I suited him. Yeah. Um, were you worried at all when beige got booked in like the third minute for... It was a blade in yellow. Oh, um, yeah. Were you, you worried? not argue
1: with it. Yeah, hell yeah. I thought he was off by half time. I was like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. And like, for some reason, the referee past that point didn't really give anything either. Like, it yeah. just... That was like his one thing, like, all right, I'm going to stamp my authority down, but then didn't back it up by doing anything um, uh, post that. But, yeah, I thought he was in trouble. That's uh, that's a yellow card at, le- at left back in this kind of occasion. Pick it up in the fourth minute.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, so, switching it over to the other side, I know I said, I think I said unchanged or whatever, but um, Degenek did come in. for. Oh, yeah, uh, for characters. Characters. Yeah, so We yeah. played a different right back in all three games. Sorry, there. you're right. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Degenek? Uh, I thought in, job well done. Yeah, I wouldn't.
1: The problem is, I think all three of them are at a similar kind of level. Um, for like footballing wise, I think um Deggs has more influence on the pitch, and I think he's more of a leader, and will probably play against Argentina. I'd assume.
0: I think he's probably the most reliable defensively, mm-hmm. in because I think he's more naturally a centre back, but. Uh, Karacic, I don't trust defensively at all. And Atkinson, I do rate, but he's just, he came up against Mbappe. Like, <laughs> what do you want to yeah, do? Yeah, that's unfortunate. And he was carrying a knock clearly because like he's
1: not right to play yep. two games after this. So it's a tricky one. Right back's definitely the problem spot. And that's not exactly where you want to have a problem, lining up against uh, Leo Messi led Argentina. So I wouldn't play Atkinson and I definitely wouldn't play Fran. So I suppose it's Deggs, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, do you want to talk about Matt Leckie? What a star. I mean, like a guy that you'd li- you want him to succeed. It does it doesn't really matter what he does anymore. Yeah. You know, even for City like <laughs> they give him some shit when he comes back to High Marsh, obviously, but it's more of just a reminder of where he came from. When he used to paint his face in red and celebrate with the kit <laughs> like fucking photo ops. So I love to see him succeed and he's been great this tournament as well. I think one of those guys that embodies the uh, Australian
0: DNA. Yeah, a hundred percent. He's, I actually didn't think he was, I think we said it last week after the, the Tunisia game that he hasn't, he hasn't been superb with the ball this world cup, but just his work rate has been unreal. He's been all over the place and he did it again. Um, And the gut run through the middle of the park on the counter attack like that. Um, McGree playing it through to him and then kind of cuts one way back again. Makes a defender, beats a keeper and absolute scenes break out in bedrooms and pubs and casinos and Federation squares across Australia.
1: Uh, Yeah,
0: it was the, yeah. We were trying to rank it before, like the most
1: momentous occasions in Australian football now. Maybe recent football because we don't, We don't know heaps about, you know, prior to the 80s and stuff because it's just not available, really. Yeah. But in recent history, where where does that rank amongst, you know, Bresciano's goal or against Uruguay or Kul against Croatia?
0: I think um, I've still got... I think I've got Kul's against Croatia right up there because that was like... Because 06 was like the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, like Aloisi's that's penalty, uh, not so much Bresciano, maybe more Aloisi's penalty against Uruguay was mm-hmm. a big one. But then once we got to the World Cup, I think everything that's come after that has been better. So like, well, not better, but you know what I mean? Like just, it feels bigger because you are like, it was cool to get to the World Cup. And then the next thing was like, oh, can we imagine if we got out of the group and then, you know, we were 2-1 down against Croatia and Harry Kuhl pops up. Or even the... I think I said to you earlier, Cahill's second goal against Japan. Oh, I think yeah. I have I have them both level for me. And then probably this one's probably coming in after that.
1: Cahill's second against Japan is probably the number one, isn't it? Just because it's also
0: a really quality goal in off both posts. Yeah. First World Cup game as well since like fucking 70, 74. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. I I reckon I have, yeah, I reckon we'll put that one top. And then I've got Cuhl against Croatia. And then this one. People might, people are probably screaming. At their radios right now for Cahill against the Netherlands, but <laughs> we lost that game and probably the best goal we've scored at a World Cup. But yeah, not our favourite, not our favourite, almost
1: important. But all the mo like if you talk about iconic momentous occasion, it's the same as Yedanak scoring that penalty against France because it didn't amount to anything. Yeah, it's nothing.
0: <laughs> it's nothing. Your favourite goal is nothing. Does that mean Craig Goodwin's
1: goal is nothing? <laughs> No, because it was in. Yeah, okay, it was nothing. Yeah, you're up.
0: Oh, we love cracks. It was something. Yeah, no, it's something us. to
1: us. It was a personal, personal yeah. um, benefit. I think. Yeah. Um, you know what's what's crazy about that though is we can reflect on 2006 as like kids, like we were 13, 14, or whatever, and now we're adults enjoying this second coming of the Socceroos. But for a lot of people out there you know born 2000 beyond this is their first experience of the soccer who's doing well at a world cup yeah and it's it's funny that we you know we cling on to this like golden generation heroes we called them and then you've got this ragtag bunch of a league and scottish premier league players duking it out under graham arnold and that they've won more games they've kept more clean sheets yeah (laughs) they've finished level on points with france in the group for fuck's sake (laughs) it's an it's insane it's a crazy i can't believe it's real i can't believe this has happened
0: yeah it was a tough tough ass trying to get back to sleep after at that time of morning i don't know how many people out there managed to get back to sleep after that before their yeah. alarms went off but i was just way too pumped way too amped um this denmark team what do they rank? eighth or 10th in the world or something i think they're 10th yeah 10th um, yeah made the semi-finals of the euros um Ericsson, everybody's dark horse. Ericsson, Hoiber, Braithwaite, um, Christensen, you know, yep. good side. Not an, not an incredible side, but uh, they were certainly good enough to dominate us with the ball. Um, we're just defending like absolute bosses at the moment. And Harry Sutar and Kai Rolls have been great back there. More so the first one. It's, it's funny because you and I were calling for...
1: Uh, Bailey Wright to continue oh, you, in the line.
0: No, 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 no. Oh,
1: just me. You were. Uh,
0: you. You're happy I with Kai. Make, I want to make that very clear. All right. Let's I, a definitely said, I definitely said on here I was happy with Kai and definitely okay. not Bailey Wright. Okay.
1: Jesus. You won't just take this with me. <laughs> no, like,
0: I'm not taking that one. Take a bullet
1: for me. I will not fall on the Bailey Wright sword. <laughs> it was nice to see Bailey Wright get on and uh, shore things up at the back for the last couple of minutes in this game. Hmm but the you're right the partnership defensively unreal harry souza he's where's his he ceiling like this guy four games after tearing his acl apart and not playing for 10 months where where does this come from yeah um, is it is it like the lucas neil hype that we had in
0: 2006 or is this different no he's better than lucas neil Ooh. oh poor harry i can't believe you have done that to him i'm just on draw, draw parallels. Okay, he's better than Lucas Neal for sure. I don't. I never got the Lucas Neal thing. I don't. Never really rated him much at all. Um, I don't know. The, Sha- the shakes at West Ham were willing to pay him a fucking yeah. fortune. there. Yeah. But Harry's just come along. I don't know. He's. He did another one of those big slides this morning as well. It was inside the box. Oh. It wasn't as dramatic as the Tunisia breakaway, but still a big one. Um, I thought it was more was dramatic given mouth. given how high his left leg was going into the yeah. challenge. I was like, oh
1: my God, Harry, what are you doing? But nah, nailed it again.
0: Yeah. And we also had the scare of the referee pointing to the spot before seeing the flag go up. Um, surely if that goes to VAR, he's not giving that a pen.
1: Oh, I, ooh, I don't. How many overturned pens have you seen in this World Cup? Like...
0: I couldn't recall. Foul. That's what I mean. But that one was that one looked so blatantly not a pen that I don't understand what he was doing. I'm not even sure because it was given offside. There wasn't that many replays of it, and no one really talked about it later. But no. what what did he give it for? Did anyone figure I, it out? I have no idea. Maybe a stray arm or something, or he, or he thought that he'd like thrown Dolberg to the ground. I think it was Casper Dolberg who came on mm-hmm. and went down, just flopped to the floor there. Um, but yeah, I, I was weird. I was relieved to see that. He put his arm up to say he'd given the offside and then Jackson Irvine came into the shot and was like yelling at the ref. He was like, mate, he's, he's given offside. Relax. <laughs> yeah. Relax, Jackson. Just, just calm down for a second boys. Yeah. It. It's okay. I love the way he goes about it, Jackson. He's been an angry man this tournament and I like it. Same.
1: Um, and hasn't he just been fantastic as well? Yeah. All of these guys have stood up far beyond any of their capability, I think. So do we have to do the do we have to do the Arnie thing? What, the retribution, the apology? Do we all have to, we... Does everyone have
0: to now pretend that Arnie was good <laughs> all along?
1: Uh, there's a lot of, you know, Robbie Slater would like you to think so. He wrote a nice hit piece today on his detractors. And, you know, if you've never been to a World Cup, or you've never coached at a World Cup, what do you know? So what do we know, Sam? What does anyone know?
0: What but does anyone at, know?
1: At the same time... It's what we're doing now is so far out of the realm of the Japan uh China results. Yeah. When everyone was calling for his head. Like we were
0: insipid. Like we we they weren't functioning as a unit like they are now. Yeah. That's I really can't stand when you start seeing all this like, uh everyone that was calling for Arnie to be sacked, you look like fools now, that kind of thing. No, mm-hmm. we don't, because Based on the way we were playing and the results we were getting, everyone was fair to criticise him, you know? That's and I, it. And I still would like to see him go after this World Cup, no matter what happens. Um, I, I read that he's got a um, contract extension clause
1: for making the round of 16. Did so you? Where did he He wa- um, FTBL, whatever that is. Yeah, okay. It's mm-hmm. an Australian football page. Um, so if that's true, it's, it could be in his hands whether or not he wants to take it up.
0: Yeah, I'd rather he didn't. Move on. I can't sit through another shitty qualifying campaign like that again. Mm. Um, there I is, don't know. There I just... is
1: that, there's that aspect. But also, I saw the A-League page post today about the um, Oli Roo squad that he had in 2020. Mm. And that there was uh, eight of those Oli Roos that are in this Roo squad. Yeah. And, you know, that Oli Rue squad did beat Argentina in the Olympics, if you remember. Yeah, I do remember. And I wonder... Maybe not, you know. Tactically, obviously, his his criticisms are there, and I think you're right to criticize him. But maybe there is something to his Aussie DNA, fighting kangaroo
0: fucking nonsense that he spews out after a game. Maybe, but I think when you when you start talking that sort of stuff, that's that comes more onto the players. I reckon. Like, uh, I don't want to be. I don't want to. I don't want to be this guy shitting on like the manager after getting him through to the round of 16. But obviously <laughs> well, we did it after we qualified. He's, he's he's tactically inept. And obviously what's getting us through at the moment is just the pure, like work rate and passion of everyone mm-hmm. working hard. And I'm sure he does a great job of razzing everyone up and being that sort of guy. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I I a lot of the praise I think lies with the players that are putting in that effort and the work rate. I'm willing to knock it up to the hierarchy because I think Graham
1: Arnold is, he's more of a coach than a manager. Like we said, tactically, he's very conservative. He sits in, we try to play on the counter attack, you know, eat a fight. That's a really easy way to try and play the game. Hard to perfect it. And we, we've done well in the previous two games. But I think there is more to be said, you know, for the mental side of the game. And we've talked about the mental side of the game heaps. And if you can get 26 guys buying into the same directive and you know you know reverberating on the same wavelength all the time for 90 minutes because I thought the last twenty minutes in this Denmark game we should have been more nervous but at the same time I was watching it and I was thinking it doesn't look like we're gonna concede. I never really felt that we were gonna let this
0: slip. Okay. I'm not gonna be as generous. I'm 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 gonna stick with the, the players dragging us through and uh, Arnie just doing some pump up stuff in the change room. But let's go yeah. hypothetically: the pump up shit beats Argentina. Then we give it some credence. I'm giving it credence now, but I'm just giving it to the players.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At the end of the day, they're the ones still going out there putting the work in. I just I'm looking for any excuse not to praise Arnie right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. No apology. I still because I because he chipped me off again this week after the. Was after the Tunisia game when he st- he started talking about um, the future of the game in Australia and how it's mm-hmm. in trouble because we need more, we need to be giving more kids opportunities. Yeah. And who is he? You know, what did he, how many kids did he play when he was at Sydney? It's a good point.
1: No, you make a really good point. I think he was talking about, I hope he was talking more about government investment into the game. We need to, I, give would, hope, kids- I would hope
0: so too, but.
1: Hmm. It would be oh, interesting to see where he goes from here if he could go into an advocacy role, a lobbyist role, in order to get governments to buy into this game. Because that's the main thing. We've got, you know, 20 of the 26 that were bred in Australia or in the A League. Yep. And like that's exactly what we've been working towards this entire yeah. time. And you can see that we're getting results now. But imagine if we were actually unearthing Harry Hughes and Mark Dukas again. Imagine yep. how fucking good we would be.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um I'm hoping this people will see this and will take the opportunity to get along to some A league when it comes back. That's the main thing is, you it? know, all these you have to support it. How many of that that starting that starting 11 there who hasn't played in the A league? Like, did Irvine play in the A league? Don't think no. so. No. Um Irvine, Suter, Deganet pretty much. Yeah, that's it. The rest of all played as his Bayes played A league. He did, yeah. Lucky, lucky, Moy definitely. Rolls, definitely. Goodwin, Duke, McGree. Um, Mm, three of them at United. How good? The guys coming off the bench: Jamie McLaren, yeah, and County Backers, yeah, Western Sydney. Oh, we haven't
1: talked about we haven't talked about Backers, bro. You can talk about Backers, man. Go for it. What on earth? When did he learn to dribble at Mushiala? This is insane. The amount of times Uh, in this game, the amount of times, dude, like three different times in midfield. He was just slalom running, beating players, controlling the ball inside pockets. I thought he was brilliant.
0: It's somehow gone from my memory. All I can think of is the Bayets one on the on the line where he cut into the box. Yeah, yeah. That somehow was nice. I can't I can't recall the Backers one.
1: Bacchus was happened. always like inside right of midfield and stuff like that. And I was
0: super impressed. Is all I can say. I can't believe this is the same yeah. guy that used to play for the Wanderers. Yeah, well, the fans at his new club are a big fans, so. They're getting around him. There was a good tweet that Keanu Backus has made it further than Scotland will ever make it in the World Cup. I think Dun Yeah.
1: Dundee shouted him out as the first guy to ever make it into the knockout stages of the World Cup
0: while playing for them. So wasn't there the was it Cummings? The Cummings one? What was that? It was like he's like the first Scottish player to make it past the group stage. (laughs) <laughs> played 60 minutes against France or whatever, or something like that. 30 minutes. yeah. Then he was anyway. shot. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, well, the message there is everyone get to the A-League and watch games and go and, and the support MPL. these dudes. And the MPL. And the MPL. Build it up. All right. That is um, it's a huge breeding ground for this kind of thing. Argentina, Sunday morning. Thoughts? Yeah. Anything? Well, where well, are you going to go? go?
1: What what can I say? I'm going to go to the live site definitely because if they're going to put it on, you may as well go. Adelaide Oval. Yeah, I think we missed missed a trick not having one for this game. Um, yeah, I, think I can so. un- understand why South Australia wouldn't do that kind of thing, nor anywhere yeah. else in the country. But yep. everyone's on the bandwagon now, so yeah, I'll definitely be getting along to that. Um, whatever, I don't
0: care. Whatever they've they've done, what they need to do for me. Yeah, I'm going to be pessimistic again. So because it's been working. I keep predicting us to lose and uh, bet against, bet against, and we keep winning. So I'm going to say. I thought Denmark were going to win two nil, and we won one nil. So if I say Argentina four nil, mm. we'll we'll beat Argentina two nil. That's how it works in my head. You reckon? We and beat obviously, them 2-0? it's a, Cool. no. I, I think we lose four nil. Didn't you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Implication speaks louder than words. No, I don't. If I can see us scoring a goal or two in this game. I can't see us going through.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It would be the, yeah, it would just be the most ridiculous morning if we managed to beat Argentina. If we're going to do it, I think we win 3-2. Harry Soutar, towering header in the 93rd minute. Woof. Imagine it. Give him the golden ball. the narrative. Give him the golden ball. Actually, you know, if he did that against Argentina, he would be in the running, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure that's going to happen, but fingers crossed. Actually, I'd be I waiting. Reckon, Go on. I was going to say, I reckon your call of Bruno Fernandes looks really good right now. Does it?
0: You reckon? Yeah. He's, uh, okay. what has he been involved in? Four goals and assists for yeah. Portugal. Yep. Yep. No, I think we it's haven't. A good chat. We haven't talked about any of the other football tonight, but I think, you know, everyone's just, it's all about Australia at the moment. It's so good going into work today. Everyone, everyone just pumping, talking about it and, Watch, oh, watch the highlights like a hundred times today. It was so good. Just watch, had the goal, watch all the fan scenes, had the goal on loop. Watching the scenes from Fed Square, um, yeah. I don't know if you wanted to make any men- mention of any other other groups. Senegal, Netherlands through, nah. Cool, whatever. We'll England, play the Netherlands in the quarters, easy. England belted Wales. They were pretty much already through. Wales have been a pathetic joke. A this tournament, they? themselves, man. Ugh. a relic of whatever they were. What were they anyway? Nothing. I thought they were. I
1: thought they were a decent, Smoky. They had a good Euros had a decent, um, decent qualifying. Or what is it? Nation League campaign.
0: Yeah,
1: it was just cool to see them. Sixty four years out of the World Cup it would have been nice to see them do better. But what are you yeah. going to
0: do? Yeah, and there's still a few, a couple of interesting, couple of interesting ones still to come. I guess Croatia Belgium is on tonight. We're recording very late on a Thursday night. It's probably getting close to kickoff time actually. Um, and then Germany, Spain, Group E in the morning. That's you know, that's pretty tight as well. So they're still interesting, all to, all to play for. It has not been a
1: wide open group stage, hey. Because I mean, we had this morning after our games, uh, Argentina, Poland, Mexico, Poland, Mexico potentially going down to yellow cards, given how tight it was in that group. So, um, pretty stiff on Mexico to miss out through a Saudi Arabia ninety fifth minute, yeah, uh, goal.
0: Because Poland haven't been that great. Oh, it actually it's a weak group. We haven't even mentioned that <laughs> if we'd held on for the draw and France scored very late against Tunisia and had it oh disallowed. If we had drawn with Denmark and we'd lost, we'd been knocked out because of that VAR goal. Can you imagine? I'm st- I'm actually I'm,
1: I'm angry thinking about thinking,
0: it. Yeah, thinking about it, and it didn't I'm even furious. happen. I know it's a
1: hypothetical. Because did we Tunisia scored before we scored? Hey. Yeah. Yes, they and did so I, a few months before. I remember just the group chats lighting up, just like, fuck, Tunisia have scored against France, Tunisia have scored against France. Yeah. And that's the sinking feeling right there. You're like, oh, my God, we could do the draw against Denmark and then fucking because France have fielded their B team, we're going to yeah. get stiffed out of this competition. Yeah. and then the, We score and then the equaliser goes in and you think, yeah, just sliding
0: doors isn't it it's it is <laughs> we've been so fortunate um and B team or not Tunisia have conceded one goal this tournament <laughs> and they beat the defending champions and they're going that's home. wild that's wild you would be <laughs> pissed when you that's
1: oh mate see and they lost to they lost to a bunch of cuts to call it soccer how great <laughs> <laughs> you did it you see bombed you couldn't help yourself <laughs> yeah but it's it's fair if you do okay. if you call it soccer still after this Oh, I don't care about the name debate. I don't care. All right, call it whatever you want. Just watch the game. Go to the A League. Go to the A League. Uh, should we wrap it there?
0: Yes. I'll. I'll see you Sunday, Sam. Oh, very. Sunday tight. morning. We're we're clutching for things to say because our brains have stopped working. Um, but yeah, I don't know where to go for this. Just- Vol- Christian Vulpardo is living rent free in my head at the moment, but he is. That's something I really don't care about. He's gonna have to live. He's gonna have to live with this for the rest of his life. He could I have hope been there. World Cups going good. I'm not yeah. sure he's ever gonna be good enough to get picked for his either. So whatever. Mm. that'll make for a great villain story in four years, won't it? Maybe he'll do the dive over Lucas Neal. Oh, except shit. it'll be okay. like Suter. It'll be Suter, and we'll be. Ropeable. Oh, well, that's enough. Let's stop. Let's stop just talking shit. Yeah, uh, we're rambling now, Sam. Hey, if you're still with us, we we have TikTok now. Do we? Our, our friend Cooper has been uh busy doing stuff online, doing all our social media stuff and he's uh he's, he's a got guru. Us, got Go us on. in trouble with FIFA already. Who have uh, pulled a video for copyright claim, but oh, uh, well, get around it. Have a look. Unbelievable.
1: Human rights abuses, yes. Copyright claims, no.
0: Just so we know where the the line is. All right. Mm. See you, man. Catch you, mate. See you Sunday. Let's get it.